Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, everyone. Brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Men's soccer coach Eric Pogue in the house here today. Remember, you can subscribe to the Where the Bear podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just click subscribe, and you are in there. All the episodes come right to your phone. Happy to have everybody with us today. And Eric, I know it's it's funny because. This week and last weekend was a great homecoming weekend for a lot of programs. So when we we fire off the Wear the Bear podcast this week, everybody around has has a bounce in their step. You guys sitting at the top of the table, a very commanding win over IUPUI last weekend, which which we will break down in just a couple of minutes. But just a 30,000-foot view of what you guys have going on right now. Top of the table, undefeated in the Horizon League. Life is good, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, if you would have asked me, that to start the season, you know, if after uh, five games, you know, playing the teams that we have, if we be where we're at, I mean, uh, I definitely would have would have took it, you know, and sure. uh, you know, but credit to the guys. I mean, uh, I think the entire schedule is kind of set up uh, good for us. Obviously, uh, I think we've we've had a, a tough schedule where we've been able to even the the non-conference games where maybe some of them haven't gone our way have like say you know. We lose 2-0 to uh, Michigan, but we put together a good second half. But it kind of refocuses it, us for that conference game coming up instead of maybe thinking we do well that game and maybe we think too much of ourselves and, and don't focus on the task at hand. So then we beat a good Cleveland State team because we're refocused, we're humbled, whatever. You know, we get our teeth kicked in in the first half against Western Michigan. Um, you know, then play a really good second half with a lot of our you know key guys coming in and and that kind of springboards us into you know a good weekend against IUPUI who's uh you know a difficult team and but we made it look easy you know we made it look dominating and it was our most complete performance against a team that you know really hasn't given up more than two goals on maybe I think maybe only one or two occasions so to stick four in the back of the net on them I think uh you know, was uh, was good for us, and then uh, obviously uh, we got a huge one coming up here um, at the uh, what the three-time defending uh, <laughs> conference champion. So I feel like we beat a team to stay in first, second place team to stay in first place, and then next week now we got to play the second place team to stay in first place, and then we got to play the second place team to sure. stay in first place. But uh, you know, one game at a time, and uh, you know the guys have done a really good job of keeping the 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 main things the main things per se, and uh, you know really making the focus the Horizon League games and using those midweek games to uh, um, to just continue to learn and get better. Right, absolutely, and and obviously, make no mistake about it. You and I have had the the whole NCAA soccer scheduling discussion you can go back through the where the bear uh yeah. men's soccer yeah. podcast if you want to catch up on that on the itunes and soundcloud page by the way brought to you by the <laughs> evans long group but but with all that being said though eric uh, you know just wrapping up that iupy discussion i've been here a long time i've called a lot of your matches and top to bottom whistle to whistle head to toe that was maybe the most dominating performance that, that I've seen. Again, taking into account what IUPUI is, very sound defensively, you don't smash in goals in, in high volumes against them. I mean, you just don't. If yeah. you don't believe me, check the resume. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, and you're not the only one. I mean, 
you know, alumni, a lot of people that know a lot about soccer and have watched Oakland for a long time, alumni, you know, people checking in from, uh, you know, the beauty of you and Gary being so good at your job is, uh, you know, that uh, we get a lot of people listening and watching to the game. You know, the, the, the bad thing about you and Gary doing a good job is that they don't actually come to the game. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but that's another discussion. Yeah. So maybe you guys cannot do such a good job all the time, but... Uh, no, I really do. You guys do a fantastic job, and I know, uh, you know, a lot of my alums that aren't in around, they love being able to have you and Gary, you know, go back and forth with each other. No, oh, it's fun. Yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of broadcast. I think where you get a guy like Gary Parsons that that can just give it to you real. Well, it's it's appointment viewing. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's when I when I call a match with Gary Parsons, be it here doing the Bucks matches or whatever, I I look forward to just just to the discussion yeah, like man, regardless of what happens on the field yeah, yeah i mean you're gonna well, i'm not even that i'm gonna be entertained yeah yeah i mean <laughs> you know gary you know hey gary's gary so i mean everyone that know you know you, you you love him for his uh just his brutal honesty man like he you hate not, him for his brutal honesty yeah, but no, you love him yeah. for his brutal honesty. you know you, you don't you don't even hate no, him for it like you do like you could but like well, you can you can say what you want about him because he can't figure out how to listen to these nah, things anyway. No, I mean if it's not Facebook, you know, like <laughs> that's the only thing Gary likes to to do. But you know, the great thing with Gary is you know what you're getting, man. Like he, I mean he's he might be screwing you over, but he's gonna tell you he's gonna screw you over, <laughs> you know. So and he'll leave it up to you to change. Yeah, it. yeah. And so you're like, yeah, I just got screwed up, but he kind of told me he was gonna do it. So like, <laughs> I guess like I don't know how I'm okay with this, but I am. But yeah. uh, no, I mean I think yeah, I mean. From him, you know, he had a lot of great things to say about um, that game. Uh, alums that watch the game and people that watch all the time just said, you know, I know Nick Christock sent me something and was like, man, that's the most dominating performance I've seen from an Oakland team probably since like 2014. You know, and yeah. uh, you know, it, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long five years, kind of rebuilding that, and that's that's difficult and I think that says a lot about the core group of guys that we have it says a lot about our coaching staff um, and the ability to you know continue to get better with every single game and and you know even like the referee did our that game IUPUI also did the DePaul game and was like dude those are like two different teams right like yeah just imagine if you actually called handballs in the box <laughs> well i had to get that in there but <laughs> no no, no for real like he uh he's just like wow it's uh you know two different teams and i think it just shows that the team is you know very coachable and willing to learn and get better and knows you know each game and i think you know with a guy like tomas who breaks down the video and you know really kind of compartmentalizes at us you know we can we can continue to get better week by week by week and you know with the amount of soccer knowledge that we have on our staff um you know that we're blessed with you know with 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 wags and demir and paul and tomas and you know everybody it's uh it's you know it's nice and i think the good thing about our team is you know every given day you really don't know who who's going to be the the guy you know who's going to step up but you know, we got guys like Dylan Borzak who are, you know, putting together kind of, you know, one of the top seasons by an Oakland player in a long time and, uh, you know, match that up with, 
just the solid play of an Elliott Bentley and a Noah Jensen. Noah Jensen. And, uh, Noah it, Jensen's not, and and it's it's incredible to watch. And certainly Dylan, you know, we 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 are going to talk about him and in, in the season that he is putting together. But Noah Noah's the guy, man. I mean, in that, I say his name a lot, obviously, because he has a lot of the ball. The stat sheet, you're not going to be wowed by the stat sheet, but if you watch the match. He's he's the guy, man. I yeah, mean, he's, he's the guy the that glue. makes it all go. Yeah, yeah, he's the glue. He's the, uh, you know, we need, you need you always joke you need five Noah Jensen's, you know, on the field. You know, you want him here, you want him there, you you know, and he's just such a fantastic footballer. And you know, you're just a better team. He calms the game down. He can spray balls all over the field. I mean, he's got the moxie. You know, freaking, we're only up one zero. You know, and penalty kick grabs it and decides to do a. Panaka, you know, like just a little chip. I mean, it's not like we were up like three zero, you know, like <laughs> just and, kissing the crossbar. Yeah. I mean, but that just, I mean, he has got a lot of, uh, you know, belief in his ability, and uh, I just think it kind of showed, you know, what our team had on the day. We just had that kind of moxie, that kind of that nobody was beating us on that day, and you know, from opening whistle to final whistle, I think it was a, uh, yeah, like you said, a. Uh, you know, probably for me, the the most complete performance by an Oakland team since, you know, that great team in 2014 that we had. You're listening to the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. You can visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com. Support the companies that support the Golden Grizzlies. Visit the Evans Law Group on the web today. Eric Pogue with us here on a men's soccer edition of the Where the Bear podcast, the top of the table men's soccer team here at Oakland. And Eric, you know, you, you had the, the match against Dayton, but you had talked about this. The wheels were in motion for this, and, you know, certainly Dylan had a fantastic day, and we were talking about Noah and said you might not see it on the stat sheet. Well, when, when you look at Dylan, you will see it on the stat sheet because he's he's in the top ten in the nation in assist. I mean, he, he, was, he was classic on – he was classic this past weekend, but he was a guy that you opted to with the Dayton match – you know, kind of kind of set to the side, and you brought up more of a limited roster. And I thought the way that you explained this to me when you and I had this conversation w- was perfect for in, that any soccer fan can understand. The second your the second your likelihood for an at-large NCAA tournament berth passes, that is the second that you begin to concentrate on your, you will call the Horizon League, your domestic league yeah, at, yeah. at this point because that's what it is. The Champions League stuff is cute and fun and, and all that, and, mm-hmm. and people get excited about it. But you you have, as you said, probably the Horizon League match of the, of the year coming up this weekend against UIC. You have to keep your eye on that because, essentially, if you guys go to Chicago and get three points, you'll never say this, but I'm not a coach. I'm in the media. I can say this. <laughs> In my opinion, if you guys go to Chicago and get three points, that could be a wrap on things. Yeah, I mean, listen, for me, yeah, it's obviously – Not you saying it, it's me. Yeah, no, I know. I know yeah. just for me with the whole Dayton thing, uh, you know, I never – I never – listen, my, I never want to taint, like, the competitive nature of a game either. You know, we, we didn't go down there to play a friendly. And, you know, there's been years past where some of these midweek games we have thought about playing, like – you know, uh, a bunch of, I don't really like the word reserves because, you know, the guys we have, they're kind of game changers. You know, look at the times. But we, we, we saw that against Western Michigan when yeah. you fell in the hole and you went to them. 
they stabilized the ship. Damn yeah. near made a comeback. Yeah, I mean, and they, and and so for me that that was kind of the, it, it's it was a win 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 on all different fronts. You know, it, there's a lot going on right now for us. You know, it's midterms week. Uh, uh, you know, we had that the IUPUI game with homecoming, and then we had a short turnaround with the trip back down to Dayton for a tough Dayton game. Then we needed to come back right away that night because of final, ex you know, midterm exams. And then we're trying to prepare for an I, uh, a UIC game, and we got to go back on the road on Friday morning to play an important game, uh, you know, at UIC on Saturday afternoon. The, the most important match of the season yeah. until the next one. Yeah, and then turn around and a couple days later play home against Michigan, uh, Michigan State on senior night. And so also there's a lot of sickness and different things going around and um, – you know, I just thought it was a great opportunity for us to, you know, guys that were deserving of minutes and deserving of time and, you know, just teams been playing well. So a lot of guys that have been deserving of minutes and deserving of time, just, you know, you're going to limit your bench a little bit. And so I thought it was a great opportunity. And listen, we kept it competitive. Um, you know, they had to play their starting group probably close to 80 minutes against us. Um, and, uh, I was really, really happy, and I, I said, I mean, we got better. You know, we, we came back, we got better on both sides, both groups. One group can be rested um, academically in the right spot, and we can start preparations for UIC, and then the other group can get valuable minutes that it's going to help us, you know, come, uh, you know, tournament time, you know, and, and the end of the regular season leading into the playoffs and hopefully the NCAA tournament. Now you got guys with valuable minutes of games that are meaningful and games that count, not just an exhibition, not just a 30-minute period on the end of an exhibition. That is what it is. It's uh, Those are valuable minutes. And so those were important to us, and I think um, we'll end up being the right decision. Um, you know, I, you know, it was never any disrespect to Dayton not to go down there with – you know all our main guys but uh at the end of the day i didn't think competitively i actually thought we were in a better position to to win that game with that group than we were with the group um that had just played game after game after game sure. after game so it was kind of um but you know we got our eye on uh this weekend coming up and good preparations going on the last few days in training and and uh yeah we just got to get uh get everybody healthy, get everyone done with their midterm exams, and and that we can be completely focused on IU, uh, UIC here on uh, Saturday afternoon. Two more for you, Coach, before yeah. we let you go here on the Where the Bear podcast, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule. He is Eric Pogue. And, uh, two things for you. Number one, given the gravity of this match at UIC, what will it take for you guys to come out of there with three points? Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh... It's a very diff. I mean, UIC has been the class of the Horizon League for a long time, to be honest. Uh, um, but, but it particularly, I mean, they've owned this league. You know, Pe people have rented it from time to time, but they're the landlords. Yeah, I mean, they're yeah, and then you know, Sean and his staff. You know, they're just a a, a really good team. Um, they have a very distinct style of play. Um, they cause other teams lots of fits. Uh, they're good defensively. They're dangerous in attack they have arguably to me one of the best players in america and jesus perez that plays for him um that man i mean this kid is just 
you know, frightening, you know, um, they got, you know, they're, they're good in goal. Um, they're good on set pieces. They're good defensively. They had a good buildup. Uh, Where, where's, where's the weakness? I mean, where, where? yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll find it on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I think that's the thing. I mean, consistent teams, you know, that win consistently don't have a lot of weaknesses. Sure. And so you got to play your best on, on the day to, to, especially to beat them at home. I mean, they have a 19 game home winning streak. Last time they've lost was uh, 2017. Wow. I mean, teams they play, too. And we're talking, I mean, good teams go to play there out of conference, too. I mean, your Michigan States and the Akrons and the, you know, teams have been there. It's not an easy place to play, but I say a lot of people go there. Um, they go there to be tourists. You sure. Know? And so that's why we're staying at freaking Chicago Midway Airport because – just packing our it's not yeah uh, yeah. it's a business trip we're going for a business trip you know we're gonna make our uh and then we're gonna just get in and get out you know we're not going to the bean we're not going to to get some uh (laughs) chicago whatever they call that chicago style pizza we're not going to get some hot dogs uh no you're going to get three points that's the only thing yeah i mean but so i think it's gonna take a complete effort on all sides of the ball it's gonna take a iupui type um, mentality and effort to to beat a team on their home field going for 20 straight wins which i think is you know the number one wow um home winning streak in the in the country you know they just find ways to win and they believe in themselves and they have a lot of familiarity with each other because you know they recruit a lot out of the chicago area a lot of these kids you know grew up playing together and and they have a very distinct style and um I think they're hard because you don't see teams like that. Right. And uh, so, and they know what they're good at, and they don't change for anybody. And and you got to be able to to handle that. So, but having said that, I mean they're gonna have to handle us. I mean we're playing some of our best soccer right now. Uh, we have a you know uh, we don't need to make a lot of changes and do. We just need to you know go mano a mano against them and. See who comes yeah, out on top. the best man win, you know. Sure. You got to go all Nate Diaz on him, you know. <laughs> so, uh, well, Coach, then you guys uh, on the other end of that, you mentioned the senior night. Michigan State will be in town. Uh, always, uh, always a lot of hoopla associated with with that match. You know, be a thousand people probably in the stands, like mm-hmm. like there usually is. Huge streaming numbers on ESPN Plus. The, the the total package. I mean, it it is. It's a it's an incredible match. Senior night as well. Uh, this class here has been instrumental in bringing this program. You talked about, you know, the journey of, of, of mm-hmm. coming back, and it had been a minute and stuff like that. This class yeah. has, has been instrumental in doing that. Yeah, I mean, you got to tip your hats to that core group of guys, you know, the the Spencer Knowles and the AJ and Liam and um, Adam. And, you know, I don't want to – obviously we've added in some transfers sure. uh, um, and guys like that, uh, Evan Saulas and uh, – you know, uh, guys like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, these guys committed to us when we were at our height, you know, 2014. And some of the class from last year, the Jimmy Todds and the Travis Harringtons, and those guys committed to us when, uh, you know, when we were at our height. And, you know, I think like any mid-major, sometimes, you know, you got to kind of go through, you get some highs and then you get some lows as you're playing young guys. And, you know, to be fair to these guys, I give them a lot of credit because um, they stuck with us. You know, they stuck, uh, they stayed with the plan, and 
that's one of the main goals with this team is is to send this send these guys out with a championship because they're deserving of it based on you know their hard work and their effort and their commitment um, to the team they've been through some tough times with uh, Oak you know and they've been through they've seen some of the high time but you know we want to send them out the right way we wanted this Michigan State game even though it's not our final home game to be the senior night because you know, obviously it is a big big game. A draw you, big, you want a maximum amount of eyeballs on them. Yeah, right. I mean, they deserve that. They deserve that for what, all that they've done. It's always tough when it's that final game and, it, you know, game that means something as well. And, you know, at least this we can, you know, in states, a, you know, always unbelievable team. And, you know, Damon's a class guy. And um, so to be able to do it on a night like that when – you know, even a lot of the state fans or state players and state families, they're going to know our seniors as well because these kids have played together. Sure. Summer soccer, youth soccer, high school soccer. So I thought this was what an ideal just kind of worked out perfect uh, to do it where, you know, it's going to be on ESPN. We got, you know, a bunch of Elliot Bentley's parents are flying in and Coco's parents are flying in and, you know, the parents from Canada, and, you know, we planned this in advance because even though it was a midweek game, you know, we got a lot of them flying in actually for Chicago, going to fly into Chicago, get to see that game, come back, get to see the Michigan State game, and then we got a bye weekend, so they'll get, a, some time. get some time to, 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 to spend time together. So I thought it was just an ideal time, and it's not just those core guys, and there are some, you know, unbelievable guys that have been here five years four years uh two years um you know and and so you got across the board and then obviously um adding in a guy like um one of our seniors will be alex van holder which uh, right. kind of um the team impact when you sign guys it's it's kind of a two-year process and so guys get signed and then guys get um you know graduate and so um this is Alex quote unquote gradu graduation and just to see how far he's come I mean when when he signed his national letter of intent with us I mean we weren't sure if he was going to make it just touch and go yeah I mean yeah. now you see this guy trying to nutmeg me on the sidelines he's got <laughs> you know and cancer free and I mean it's just unbelievable honestly to see the impact that uh that that he's at on our program and we've been able to have on him and and uh, so it'll be great to honor him and even though and he'll still always be around but to just kind of when you start this process not know if someone will graduate yeah. you know or not you know I've been in the hospitals with him at Mott and you know through some some real tough times with his families and uh, you know we weren't sure this day would come you know and and then to see it come full circle and not only graduate but cancer free and and uh you know just enjoying being a kid you know is is just uh that's kind of what it's all about so it's still great. standing man yeah it's great to kind of honor not just you know to honor our seniors that have been through but also you know a guy that's meant a lot to our program so to be able to do both have it on espn and you know, I think it, it'll be a great night. Absolutely. It certainly will be. Appreciate you taking the time here, Eric, to join us. Remember, support the companies that support the Golden Grizzlies. Visit the Evans Law Group online at www.evanslawgrp.com. Anything else before we close it out? Yeah, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I don't want to end on a somber note, but I do think uh, it's, uh, 
unfortunately we had two kind of losses in our Oakland men's soccer family um, over the past couple of days here on Tuesday uh, we lost uh, you know one of our brothers Adam Heineman um, who who played here from 1996 to 2000 one of my teammates uh, played with the we were the mid-Michigan Bucks back in the day, and uh, beating you know, MLS teams and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, he played with me and Wags and Doro and Snapesy and JP and all of us. And uh, you know, to lose him suddenly on Tuesday, uh, you know, uh, it was definitely a blow to the family. Um, but uh, you know, we want to give our condolences to his family and his wife Roxanne and. Uh, you know, we'll be there th through them, but, you know, anytime it kind of shows us all our mortality a little bit and, and kind of puts things in perspective when we lose someone, uh, you know, what, what I think obviously everybody is, you know, before their time. And then, uh, unfortunately yesterday, uh, one of our players, Dylan Borzak, uh, lost his, uh, grandmother and his guardian, uh, Mary Birch, um, you know, and so that's been difficult for, for him and, you know, young man's had a had a tough life, and uh, you know, um, lost a lot of people, and so uh, we're all kind of mourning that as a team and trying to be there to support him. So, again, our condolences to to the Borzak family and the Birch family, and and we'll kind of navigate that here in the next uh, few days. But I thought, you know, we definitely needed to, um, sure, you know, say our say our condolences, thoughts, prayers, and you know. Those those people will always be part of our family. Absolutely, and Dylan's family here ain't going nowhere, man. Every, uh, every, everybody's here for the for the long haul, for no sure. question about yeah. it. So yeah, I'm glad uh, glad you're able to touch on that as well. But again, the Golden Grizzlies will be in action this weekend at UIC. Epic matchup in the Horizon League table. And then, of course, Michigan State coming in next week for his senior night. So, for men's soccer coach Eric Pogue, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you for listening, everybody. Well, see you later.